difficult, difficult, women. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh, you guys. How, did you miss us? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Did you forget about the sounds of our, our sweet voices? Yeah, no. Are they sweet? I don't know. I think no. mine sometimes cuts screechy? glass. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mine's yeah. kind of screechy, but I'm all I I own that. I like it. Whose um, voice is that though? It's it's the voice of Catherine Adele Frame. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and you? And this, what, whose voice is in my is delighting my eardrums? <laughs> this grandpa laugh belongs to <laughs> Marie Cecile Anderson. It's <laughs> very sexy laugh. Oh God, I'm trying. Remember, like a couple years ago, I was like, I'm gonna try on a new laugh, and I was like, <laughs> that was, that was my when new you laugh. chose. Yeah, yeah. I thought oh, it, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's I thought it'd really get it, get the boys. Yep, um, and it seems to be working. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you didn't know by now, uh, we'll just let you know that you're listening to the Difficult Women podcast. Surprise! Huzzah! <laughs> And we're back after a much needed break of revamping and and all has been vamped. And it's been re- super vamped. Revamped. We're vampy. Okay, so I know this is our first episode back in a while. And can I just tell you my blood is boiling right oh. now. My Uh-oh. blood. My blood yes. is boiling. To get into an air conditioned room. Oh, I'm my yes. I have I have ice cubes in my pants right now because mm-hmm. <laughs> up your butt. <laughs> Stick an oh, ice cube up your butt whenever you're because I just got fucking trolled on Hinge. <laughs> Can I tell you? <laughs> How? Tell me about this. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Okay. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. So this guy. So on Hinge. I'm back on Hinge. I'm going to get back off it because of this. <laughs> so one of the things I've updated on my Hinge profile is uh, the way to win me over is to believe in science and the vaccine. So I've been getting trolled, but like little trolls, like someone called me a stupid idiot and I was like, okay, fuck you. But this one guy. It's a good way to weed people out. Oh, well, you know why I'm weeding them out. Our listeners don't know. I accidentally went on a date with an anti-vaxxer, but that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. And that, that also made, that's why I've just, my anxiety and depression, everything's just been up a lot because, Mm -hmm. um, what's happening. But so this one guy. He just wrote me back. If the vaccine was so great, then why do vaccinated people have to wear masks? So I wrote back. So you have to. So in order to like write somebody back, you have to match with them. So I was like, okay, I'll match with this dumb fuck. And then then I said, we have to wear masks again because dumb fucks like you won't get vaccinated. (laughs) So I had but I had to match with him, send him that message (laughs) and then quickly unmatch (laughs) with him. So I don't know if I, because I unmatched so quickly, he won't get my message of him calling him dumb fuck. But anyway, I'm so, I'm so over, over it, yeah. <laughs> over it. It's incredible um, how like that, that stuff is like so quickly permeated, even what's like a relatively, I mean, maybe safe isn't the right word, but like a more or less apolitical space, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. like a dating app. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. usually you're like, oh, they're conservative. I just won't even match. Yeah. But now people are actually actively sending you messages to shit on you. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I went to his page and like, you know, he he's a c- Christian, conservative. His job is laborer, which is great. Like, w- wonderful. Fine. That's that's who you are. But it all kind of just, you know, synced up. <laughs> it I mean, all synced up. I mean, what's sad about that is that like, 
he's gonna kill his grandmother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway yeah. that's, that's i was gonna say it's not your problem but it is it's all of our <laughs> problems it's all of our that's problems the worst part. but oh, now okay. you have but really you have to vet these people because what happened to me is this really cute boy message like hey let's just pull the plug and like meet like immediately and I was like okay I like this assertiveness okay let's get in there so I went and sat down with him at a coffee place he ordered a uh, lavender tea and then I said oh you got uh, uh what did I, lady gray and he was like what and I was like lady gray like earl gray but it's lady gray it's earl gray with lavender and he was like what's earl gray and i was like okay first off you don't know fucking tea which i mean (laughs) i can date a guy that doesn't know tea that's fine but then uh then he told me like joe rogan's podcast and i said i have a lot of problems with joe rogan and then he said and i one of which was all the things that he had said about not getting vaccinated and then as i'm taking a sip of my crisp white wine that has just arrived he says well i'm not vaccinated I was like, I gotta um, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I spit my wine out on him and I then I ran. spit my wine out, yeah. <laughs> no, I stayed there for an hour debating him on all types of things and then just uh, lost my brain. Anyway, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> just, I'm just, I just stay inside. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have that problem uh, in New York as much. I'm sure there are unvaccinated people. I know there's unvaccinated people in New York, but... Um, on the apps, don't you? I mean, you must have this too, right? Where people can say that they're vaccinated. Yeah, it says. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing is like, if it doesn't say vaccinated, I don't even bother. Yep. Whoops. Whoopsie. Right. And, and his political honestly, views were other. I think if it says anything besides liberal, <laughs> other is like a tinfoil hat. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's what I assume. <laughs> it's like, and honestly, it's kind of sad because I used to, I've dated Republicans before, but like right now, it just means a it's little different. It's just not the same. Yeah, it's just it's not. Just we're not talking about. I mean, Republican Democrat. None of this means anything anymore. We're. It's not what it's about anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, so yeah, I haven't been out with any anti-vaxxers, but I'd have to really look for one <laughs> if I wanted to find one. I mean, I'd really have to work at it. Yeah, to look but, under the rocks and <laughs> yeah, be a little for tough those. For me, but yeah, we'll see. yeah. Well, well I'm sorry come on that down happened. To yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry it's that fine. happened. It's fine. Um. Anyway, speaking of um these horrifying dates, <laughs> that kind of ties into what we were going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about? Well, I just wanted to preface this by saying um, (laughs) men are wonderful. We love, there's so many wonderful men out in the world. Mm -hmm. Really Mm honorable. In fact, Marie had just uh, told me about this this woman who was uh, showing off an alligator to some kids at a birthday party or something. (laughs) And the alligator pulled her in and was like trying to eat her. And this Mm -hmm. incredible stepdad jumped to the rescue like no one was doing anything about it and he jumped into the alligator tank and she was super chill the woman who was being attacked because she knows animals I guess so she like stayed calm he said that her calmness helped me kind of stay focused and they got the alligator off of her arm but then he's like riding an alligator (laughs) which is like incredible and just at the right timing he jumped off and was safe from an alligator bite Mm. and I had read that he had just gotten married and oh. his wife was there and he was there with his stepson and his wife, new wife. And I was just like, man, I would be wet forever if I <laughs> if I got to see the, my new husband say, wrestle. like ride it, wrestle an alligator. Oh, my so, God. So, I mean, that man deserves a difficult woman badge of honor. Oh. And I really appreciate um, his his 
I, I don't know if I should call it a manly effort, but just a really wonderful human human effort. Mm-hmm. And those men are great. That's not what we're talking about today, though. Today we're talking about <laughs> today we're talking about fuck boys. Fuck boys. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not all men, but still fuck boys exist, and they are roaming roaming the streets. Oh my gosh, they are everywhere, and I love to date them. Oh yes. Oh yes. <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. Well, what's, what kind of started this conversation was Nikki Glazer's show on HBO, F-Boy Island. I, I wish they would just call it Fuckboy Island, by the way. I hate that it's I know. I hate, when she, it. I hate when she says, like, F-Boy. I wish you she know, could just say Fuckboy. You know she wants to say Fuckboys. Of course. But um, so, yeah. So that show, if you haven't seen it, I haven't seen the whole thing. Katie, Katie got me on to it. Usually I'm like Bridgerton, <laughs> Bridgerton and Sex Life. And she's like, you know, all these reality shows. Horrible, so. horrible reality shows. But I'll tell you, Nikki Glazer is a dreamboat on this show. Oh, she's such she's a good host. so funny. She's so funny. That show is like framed in such a fun way, kind of digging on these fuck boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I just think it's fascinating. <laughs> and they are very attractive everyone's so attractive oh, everyone's my, so hot my thing about these reality shows and the bachelor and bachelorette and all that sort of stuff is like these people they're too pretty they're just too attractive all of them across the board like can we just have some average looking people on there is i don't know if i want to watch that oh man <laughs> part yeah. of the appeal is you get to see all these like shirtless hot guys and this like beautiful yeah. women and i don't know i get it i get like I, it actually would be a great show to just be like here's normal people dating like right. that would also be totally fun in a different way um and certainly i think that like not that all hot muscular men are fuckboys but that like many fuckboys are hot muscular men <laughs> Does that, you know what i'm saying like that's like the diagram um so well, what's a fuck boy? Let's get into it. Let's I'm so, get this, into it. This this convert this uh this topic uh, I relate to very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the definition of it for for people that have no, have been able to dodge this bullet of of dating a fuck boy, <laughs> sure, or even knowing a fuck boy, or maybe you right. yourself are a fuck boy and you're listening. Now we can self diagnose. They hear this definition and be like, "Holy shit, that's right. me." So here's one definition in Urban Dictionary. It's a guy who will tell a girl anything to get them to hook up with them. A complete jerk who flirts with multiple girls at a time or dates multiple girls at a time and makes them all believe they're individually special. They tell a girl they like them and act like they're in love so that they can get sex out of it or pictures Mm. or things like that. Someone who should not be trusted. Don't fuck with a fuck boy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck with a fuck boy. I think that's the name of this episode. Yeah, that sounds Um, good. Hmm. I also think it should be noted that this is interesting to me. Um, so this is where we cue the cue the classical music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'll put it in. The history of the term "fuckboy" uh, originated in uh, like black culture and mm-hmm. was m- first sort of heard widely in the song "Boy Boy" by Cameron. Um, and that that definition was more about a guy who was like a fake dude who's like super lame. Some uh, someone I forgot who it was that said this, but they were trying to describe what that kind of a fuckboy was. And it was like he's like the guy when you're in uh, you get pulled over by the cops and the cops ask you, do you have any weed? And the guy's like, yeah, <laughs> like, that was their definition of fuckboy. Um, but like most things on the planet, it was culturally appropriated by white people to then mean more what it means now uh, as as like a dude that, you know, like he thinks he's super cool. Uh, and can just manipulate women and does manipulate mm. women. 
Now, here's my big question about fuckboys. Do you think that they act like this and are disrespectful and manipulative and narcissistic because they're of their ego, like they have a huge ego and they're super confident, or because they have major problems and that are insecure and that and definitely should be in therapy. Oh, de- definitely the second one. <laughs> definitely okay. not. Okay. I think it's very rare that it's actually because they like believe in themselves fully. Because I think people that actually <laughs> like have confidence and actually like, you know, th- believe in themselves actually treat humans well mm. and respectfully. Mm-hmm. And people that are disrespectful to other people tend to be people who have a lot of mental problems Mm -hmm. and or just like Mm -hmm. insecurities and things yeah and i feel like a lot of fuckboys come from uh maybe they one time dated somebody and then their heart got broken and then they were like never again but that's also like a that's part of life like all of us Mm. you know sometimes people don't like you and that's okay Mm -hmm. that's another part of the definition i read on another uh another another definition that i read of fuckboy was like someone who um is very like fragile mm. someone who like can't um who like acts out like this because of their own like male fragility mm-hmm. so it so if you oh, here's another good thing mm-hmm. to watch out for you out there in the world may be currently dating a fuckboy, boy <laughs> and <laughs> there are a couple of things that you can like look out for in case you're wondering and one of them is something like where the guy will be like hey you free like right now Right. Mm-hmm. And then expect you to kind of drop everything and run over there and be with them. But God forbid you say like, hey, I'm not free tonight. And then they freak out on you and they're like, well, fuck that. Like, I don't want to see you anyway. And like that kind of thing. That is like very stereotypical fuckboy behavior where it's like it ha- everything has to be on their terms mm. and they get really hurt if you reject them in any kind of way, which to me signals mm. a massive insecurity. Right. Oh, well, it's I've just also one of the qualities. But <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so here's something that I feel like I'm just going to come out and say. And if the guy is listening, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say your name, but I definitely just got out of a fuckboy relationship. Mm-hmm. Great person. I don't know what's going on in his brain because I didn't get that far. <laughs> but I definitely through the whole relationship, which was only a couple months, Through the whole relationship, I was confused. Right. And I think that that is something that I always have to remind myself because this has happened through dating through the years is that when it's a fuck yes, you know. There's no question. Right. You're not confused. You're not like, oh, do they like me? Like, you know, there's the the really um, like vague texting and stuff like just doesn't happen. It's like they want to be with you. They want to see you. They will take you whenever you're free and they don't make you feel bad about your availability or whatever. And with this person that I just dated a couple months ago. It was always so vague and it was also so limited and everything had a time constraint and and I, I felt kind of crazy and and honestly like gaslit the whole time because all of my feelings weren't validated. Like it was just like there was always an excuse for something and, and I'm not saying he's a bad person at all. I just think that that we weren't a good match and I think that like maybe maybe in some ways and maybe this is true with fuckboys is that like they a got hurt in a past relationship and now they're trying to maneuver 
their emotions with other partners, but they're so scared and so insecure and so like they put walls up from the very beginning because with this particular person, you know, we had this big talk of like, so how are you this old and not married in the South? Like what's what's wrong with you kind of thing? (laughs) And, you know, my thing is I immediately said, like, I don't necessarily believe in monogamy and like, you know, maneuvering through that. It's a not so traditional uh, way of thinking about relationships. However, I do believe that um, if you find a person, you make a commitment to them and are honest and truthful and all that sort of stuff, a mon- monogamy can work in some, in many ways. But, and then he immediately was like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm bad at commitment. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well then. <laughs> and honestly, like, so to the women listening or to the men, like if somebody says that to you, and this is what I wish I would have done, but really been like, so, but then, so why are you here? Why did you sign on to the online dating app? Why, why did you pursue me? Why are, why am I sitting here having a cocktail with you? If you're actively looking at me in the eye, telling me you're bad at relationships, telling me you're bad at intimacy. So then what, the, the joke's on me then for sticking around? I mean, kind of. I mean, uh, no offense. But yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I think that that's, and I think that that also hits on something too, where it's like, there's like levels of fuckboyery, right? So there's there's the kind of fuckboy situation, which is like one of the worst, where someone is fully lying to you, like fully flat yeah. out saying like, yeah. I love you. I, you know, I only think about you, but then still is hard, to, like is fully manipulating you. It's hard to get a, pin them down. And yet they're saying one thing and doing another. Right. Some of these people tend to have multiple relationships, but they pretend like you're the only one. Like that is like peak fuckboyery. And mm-hmm. then there's these other sort of like levels. And then, and this is where it becomes a little more, It's I'm not saying that that's not fuckboy behavior because it is because I think there was a sort of leading on that was happening in your situation. Mm-hmm. But there's also, one thing I do appreciate about what happened in that in exchange is that he just said, I'm not good at commitment. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part because that's the thing. It's like we're all broken. We're all trying to figure shit out. But like, just be honest. Right. And like, that's to me, like the worst of the fuck boys. It's like because I've been on plenty of dates. I I was thinking about this date I went on a couple years ago where the guy, I mean, he was saying stuff like, I want you to meet my grandmother. She would love you. You're going to meet my It was like our first date. And I was like, I don't believe this guy at all. And we did end up hooking up. But I was just I knew I was like, this isn't I'm doing I'm hooking up with him because I want to hook up with him, not because he's convincing me of anything. But this is a person that like he was very hot and like he clearly that was his manipulation tactic with women. Mm. He clearly would go into these things and he'd love bomb them and be like, I only, I can't stop thinking about your body's amazing. Everything about you is perfect. I want you to meet my grandmother. <laughs> like, <whatever this laughs> shit is. And so like part of navigating like the world with fuckboys in it is that like you, it's so hard to know whether you can trust someone or not. But every so often you'll, I'll, you'll be lucky like I was where he, he goes so far that I'm like, ah, I don't believe you. <laughs> You know, and then I was right. I mean, he's totally a fuckboy. The best but- thing that happened to me was when, remember when I was fucking this one guy or or no, we only slept together once, I think, just had one night stand. And then a couple days later, my other friend was like, oh, yeah, I was sleeping with that guy, too. Oh, and God, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. So we realized that we were sleeping. With, we had slept with the same person. And she and like he was still texting us both, wanting us both to like fuck him. And then we somehow my friend and I got to the place of like we were sharing what this man was saying to us while we were in the throes of passion. The exact same lines. 
Yeah, that's exactly. Word boy. for word. Word that's, for word. That's a real fuckboy. But and then, but yeah, and then, but thank God we were friends. Yeah, and yeah. so we could be like, I mean, we knew he was a fuckboy even before. Yeah, even before. But it just, yeah. it just really clarified, hit home. Yeah, but it's like some these guys have the same lines that they're working over and over and over again. Again, if you're wondering out there, am I a fuckboy? Part of it is it's like th- that kind of behavior. It's not sincere to mm-hmm. say the same thing every time you're in bed with another woman. That mm-hmm. is a tactic. That is a manipulation mm-hmm. tactic that you are consciously using to manipulate the person you're with. Mm-hmm. And you're manipulating them. And this is also why I think this is about insecurity. Because like you're manipulating them to, to fulfill whatever you want because you know you can't get them by being honest. <laughs> Mm, you can only get uh, them by lying or that's how you feel the truth is if you were honest and you really were respectful you might still be able to be with some people but you're not with everybody that you want and that's an insecurity trying to prove something to yourself about how great you are or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and i think that's that's that is traditional old school fuckboyery but why then is it that when men are very clear about like, okay, this is a fuck boy. Sometimes I've had the track record of I see you and I raise you, <laughs> you know, because in some ways, and I'm getting way better at this, but I can, I think I can fix this person. Yeah. I'm the one. I know you've done that. You know, I'm hearing you. You've said this. You're bad at commitment. You're bad at relationship. All this sort of stuff. But wait, wait till I get in there. You'll want to commit to me. And then yes. that becomes a really big fucked up problem too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I wonder though too, because I do that. I've definitely done that. We know that I've done that too. Um, and I, but I, for me at this point, what I've realized with that scenario, it's like, first of all believe people when they tell you who they are yes Mm -hmm. you have to believe Mm -hmm. it and in that case I almost feel like that's not their fault that's our fault Mm. because they're do they've said what they're doing Mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't they they just said it right but we're choosing to not hear it Mm -hmm. we're choosing Mm -hmm. to try to fix something that isn't not want doesn't want to be fixed Mm -hmm. and in their mind may or may not even be broken Mm. so it's like I think that that is almost a different situation you know what I mean where like that's how that's like us putting ourselves in harm's way because they they've already told us and I think that some of that comes from like and we talked about this a couple days ago just you and I but like and maybe this is an episode in itself but like the other day I was like thinking about um romantic comedies Mm -hmm. and how women grow up with romantic comedies and princess stories that push this like false narrative of romantic love that's not mm-hmm. uh, uh, accurate particularly but then men are exposed as boys to like the opposite of that where mm-hmm. like men are kind of like made fun of for being sensitive and mm-hmm. and good at communication mm-hmm. so it's like we're we're raising our in this western world we're raising our children to like want opposite things mm-hmm. and so how is any relationship ever going to work if we're not on the same page from the get-go of like what is a what makes a good relationship what Mm -hmm. makes respect you know because it's not respectful to come in and try to change somebody either right that's not respecting who that person is right you're supposed to come as you are and be loved and (laughs) And love yeah. yeah and if someone says i'm not looking for a relationship 
it's it's disrespectful of me then to come in and be like, yes, you do. Right. (laughs) I mean, I'm not I don't care what you want. I'm going to tell you what you want. Like Mm -hmm. certainly women and men do that, especially women, I think, to do that to men all the time Mm -hmm. um, or to partners, partners do to each other. And that's Mm -hmm. also a form of like and that, that maybe also is like. Because I was thinking, like, are there fuck women? And I think it's just a different no, because like, sure, women can go in and like have sex with you, and then leave the next day. Mm. But as long as they're not lying, like, no, I don't know many women that trap men by telling them <laughs> they love them and then leave after one night of sex. If anything, women will be like, I want a bone, and the man's like, great, <laughs> right? And then if they don't call, they don't call. But that's different than lying, you know. But also some of the behavior of like manipulation is such, I think what you're saying, it's like it is very masculine because like a woman an early in an early relationship, if I start talking about, oh, I want to take you to St. Bart's or, hey, let's coordinate our Halloween costumes, you know, and it's just July, which I've heard from men early on of like t- vacation oh, yeah. talk or or holidays, what we're going to do for holidays or, you know, the, coordinating the, Halloween costumes, which the, I'm like, what? The <laughs> so guy I lost my virginity to used to like to tell me he was going to bring bring me on a sailboat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I my pants <laughs> would be off. Like if anybody talks about a boat at any point in a conversation, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's what gets me more wet than anything. But um, but here's the thing. The double standard of that is that when women talk about that type of stuff or pre planning for the future and stuff, men are like, she's crazy. But then well, when men sure. do that to us. But what women do is we manipulate in different ways. How do we manipulate? Well, it's in that way to like, how do what are those tactics that you use when a man comes into your orbit that you're like, I'm going to fix you? Right. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are the Mm -hmm. things where you are you try to pretend to be cool about it or whatever it is to sneak in there, whatever those tactics are. So I think that Mm. to me, I'm deciding in this moment and I we could always reassess this later. But I think the female (laughs) version of a fuck boy is like a commitment woman <laughs> or something like, ah something like an overcommitment gal <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which that yeah because it's and and it's like we, our society is like pushing us to these extremes i think to mm-hmm. some degree uh, but how do you how do you spot a fuck boy well this is what's so great about fuck f boy island i'm just going to call it fuck boy island cuz that's <laughs> what it's boy island. called because like the first part of the show you don't know who's a fuck boy and who's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to tell. Mm. <laughs> it's not easy to tell. And these girls are falling for these fuck boys, like easy peasy. And that's why this show is fascinating to like keep watching. And I'm not going to do any spoilers, but you do ultimately find out who's a fuck boy and who's not. But um, some of them are a surprise for sure. Mm. And some of the choices that the ladies make in as the show goes through it's like some of them know that the guy's a fuckboy or they really suspect it and they're quite sure and they're still choosing them mm. and I think that's to me what's like so int- and I think we've definitely done that too right where like you're like I know this guy's bad for me but I keep choosing him anyway oh and the, like yeah, what is that's that why about? I'm in therapy <laughs> yeah and that's as we as you should be and right. as and that's uh, there's like what is the solution if you're a fuckboy and you want to you know, reform, what do you need to do? Go to therapy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Get help. Like that, yeah, because like what's what's going on here? It's funny and whatever, but it's it's coming from a pretty dark place. 
mm-hmm. the end of the day a lot of this behavior and that kind of just disrespect for other yeah. people is mm-hmm. a very deep-seated issue in mm-hmm. in a person and that mm-hmm. person that was sleeping with you and your friend like that person's like fucked up really fucked up a really, really. fucked a deeply deeply fucked up person we also found out he had a girlfriend too right at the time yeah mm-hmm. and that person yeah. is like Broken. Unless he really gets help and maybe he is getting help and that's wonderful. But like he's not going to be able to have a real connection with somebody in a real way if he keeps because he's just going to keep fucking up because <laughs> there's mm-hmm. something going on inside of him that's making him want to do this. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's a lot of like they're hurting inside so they want to hurt other people. I'm, yeah, I think that's definitely part of it for mm-hmm. some for some of these guys. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of our episode of um, She's Not Your Rehab. It's like yeah. a, a man that has a lot of problems and then wants to then just like pull their partner down with them. And I think like a lot of the fuck boys that I've been with in the past, like, yeah, the sex is amazing, you know, sure. Right. And that also can and that's like keeps you hooked yeah. on to it. Julia yeah. Rossi has a great joke of like when she sleeps with a guy it literally like pokes her heart. <laughs> She's yeah. like, Bing, I love you. I'm like, yeah. but it's it is a chemical thing. Once you once you my, another friend of mine's therapist has said like once you mate with someone, I mean there really is an animalistic thing that happens. Chemicals like your brain then is attached to that person. So you then try to make make it work at least, you know, I'm speaking from experience, but like once I have sex with somebody, I I really am in it to like try to make it work. Mm. Or at least like nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah it, before sure. I used to be like, oh, fuck it, I don't care. But <laughs> well, I wish I could go back to that. <laughs> well, and not I during a pandemic. <laughs> part of, yeah. Oh, God, the goddamn pandemic. Um, That's <laughs> part of, uh, I think that's part of, though, like, there's nothing wrong with having sex with a fuckboy. No. There's nothing no. wrong. It's just that you have to know what you're getting into mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. these are people that, like, Again, you're not going to go in there and try to change this guy. You And you shouldn't try. It's not worth your time. If they want to change and they come back around, that's we'll see. I don't know. It depends on the person. But I think that that's one thing, too, like when I was thinking about this topic, like what do, what do I want to say to the women that are either currently stuck with some fuckboy or suspect they're with a fuckboy or people that are drawn to these fuckboys? And I think that the bottom line is it's like if they're not being honest – they're going to gla- gaslight you. Right. They're going, if you're like, hey, are, are you seeing another woman? They're going to be like, you're fucking crazy. Why are you, you know I mean, they're going to go that far. And if you're getting those vibes, just go. You're worth, right. you're worth more than that shit. And we mm-hmm. don't have to keep supporting this kind of behavior. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, who, and you don't want to, who wants to be played a fool anyway with these kinds right. of things? Um, so I really encourage women, and because I'm going through my whole, I'm going through my defuckboying journey <laughs> on my end and just really trying to be more um, protective of myself, you know, pr- protecting myself more. Because I can mm-hmm. fall for guys too. And and I think part of fuckboys, they tend to be kind of exciting and usually the sex is good. You're not a very good fuckboy if you can't fuck well. <laughs> 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 so that's definitely part of it. <laughs> well, I listen to... Um, off and on, I listened to uh, Girls Gotta Eat podcast with our mm-hmm. friends, Reina and Ashley, and or acquaintances. I wouldn't say we're besties. <laughs> but well, we did, we a did show with them. We did do their show. Well, yes. But they have a fuckboy episode, which I do highly recommend. It's really great and informative. But they have a fellow comedian, Mary Beth Barone, on there. And she actually has a show 
uh, called Drag His Ass, a fuckboy treatment program. Oh. So she has guests on who are like known fuckboys and like interviews them and then actually like goes through a, a steps with them of like reformation and then I think baptizes them or something on stage. So I don't know. Amazing. So they like re so they learn. So she had um on the podcast on Girls Gotta Eat, she talked through like six steps of um like acknowledging fuckboys and like uh so she talks about first and foremost when you're dating a fuckboy like you have to acknowledge and admit that like if you're addicted to fuck fuckboys that's what it is like this is this is your six-step program mm -hmm. of how to have good, a recovery good. so the first one is like acknowledging you have a problem and that mm -hmm. is very similar to like alcoholism or any or drug sure. addiction it's like recognize you have a problem so i personally i do think i have a problem with fuckboys because i also may have commitment intimacy issues and so it's appealing to have a little bit of chase and you know that's kind of fun and stuff and, and also then like maybe someone that's not reliable because then you and I'm, and I'm talking about myself because then you also don't have to commit like you know what right. I mean? you can blame it on they're them there, if they're there if they're available fault. and they yeah and you yeah. can say it's your fault that you don't want commitment and then I don't have to face my own fear of commitment issues right yes oh, totally we're getting in there yeah um demand better um, yes recalibrate your expectations so, I mean, that's something that I've been really working on in therapy is just like really understanding and and, all, and almost like manifesting what I deserve, right. what I really want in a partner. And like if they aren't checking off the checklist of what I deserve, then, hey, you know what is the opposite? Like you can either dim your light and be with somebody who <laughs> doesn't like make your life better, but like mm -hmm. makes it less than mm -hmm. or you can learn to love yourself and have a fantastic fucking life by yourself alone until your until your person comes that's how I'm like you know I'm trying to date it's fine but like I'm really working on myself so I do attract the right person and also like I think yeah and that also makes me think back to like let's say you're in some sort of an interaction with a fuck boy but you feel fine about it and you legitimately yes. feel good about it that's yeah. great it's when you start to like feel bad about yourself right and mm -hmm. you start to like and they make you feel bad about yourself and like you said like when you're in a room with this person you feel less than as opposed to feeling like your whole full beautiful self right I just remember my last conversation with this guy was just like I, I want more I and I should yeah. have actually said I deserve more Sure. I deserve more and sure. he was like this is all I'm capable of giving and I right. was like then that's good that's you good know that yeah. and here's something maybe I wasn't honest with what I really wanted from right. you right and so that's on me too you yeah. know so yeah. communication and it do, makes the world go round totally and I really do appreciate though that that person was on was honest because mm -hmm. that's yes. and I think that that's yes. another thing too with you know if men are being like well what if I don't want a relationship like does it mean I, I can my only option is to trick women into having sex with me it's like no you can be honest yes and then there's going to be some women that are like that's great that's what I'm into today too mm -hmm. and there's going to be some women that are like that's not what I want so you have to be able to go okay yeah I'm not going to ha have sex with this woman right as opposed just, to tricking them you know? right lead with honesty that's yeah. great um third step is you're going to relapse <laughs> you're oh, going yeah. to relapse <laughs> and then fourth is you're going to come back stronger you're going to you're going to yes, go oh it. whoops I yeah. did that again you know mm -hmm. and I was done with fuck boys and then I dated a fuck boy again and then now I'm back strong 
But I'm stronger than ever before. What's the song? I don't know. I don't know. Brittany. Um, <laughs> uh, She's free-ish. She is free-ish. Hashtag free-ish. <laughs> Getting there. You know what? Uh, I like her, her, her shots of her holding her boobs in the woods. Yeah. Look at you her go, beautiful girl. breasts. Yeah. Um, uh, fourth one is to feel gratitude. No, wait, that's the fifth one. Fifth one is to feel gratitude. So like thankful, be thankful for the past fuck boys because you've learned and now yeah. you're on to bigger and better. So you have to be grateful for them. Yeah. Um, and if they haven't totally torn you down and destroyed you, which hopefully they haven't, or if they have, <laughs> you've rebuilt yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is it's like if it teaches you to be stronger, then that's then it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Sort of. But also we don't um, have to go um, through that if we don't, it shouldn't have to do it. The last one was seek revenge. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Which, I think the best kind of revenge is to like really love yourself and then find that partner that is so amazing and you be amazing together. And then maybe you're out and about being amazing and hot and sexy together. And then you see that fuck boy and you're like, you see what you're missing out on, motherfucker. I think and the best revenge is when they text because they always come back and text. Oh, they and always like, come back. Yes. And then you're like, I'm sorry, who is this? <laughs> I don't remember. Jim? Well, remember Jim Avi? Who? Avi, that fuck boy. I date. I went on seven dates with this guy. Katie came on the second date. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was very, there. Very strange. <laughs> but I take Katie on lots of dates. I've um, been on lots of your dates. Uh, it's very strange. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> commitment, <ask me>. intimate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I just got. I don't. I don't burst in there. The you way that, that I know, but the thing is, if the guy doesn't love you, then he's not gonna. Love me because it's kind of a two way street yeah, here. It's like it. you gotta, it's two for one special with this. Well, not quite, but <laughs> <laughs> but with him, remember, we went on seven dates. So many red flags that I chose to ignore because I thought mm-hmm. he was so hot and the sex mm-hmm. was wild. On the third date, I remember I was at his house. As I got up from his bed, he handed me a hair rubber band and he was like, Oh, don't forget this. And I was like, Oh, okay, thanks. He hands me the hair rubber band. I looked down at my wrist. And I have my hair rubber band. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. I was just right. like, oh, okay. I guess he's sleeping with other people. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, that's fine, I guess. Third date, fourth date, whatever. Seven dates. Then he ghosts me, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, I was, yeah, I can, I'll say it. I was pretty bummed out. Sure. I thought sure, that he was yeah. fun, a fun hang. Um, but then he texted a year later. Hey, Marie, th- you know, thinking about you, like, have you been? And I didn't respond, but I remember, Katie, you really wanted me to respond. But oh. I, if I had responded, I would have said, you think I hate myself that much that I'd go back to you? Yeah, that's <laughs> I was I'm 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 a very confrontational person. So I like to do that. <laughs> but it's OK to not respond. That's fine. Too. Yeah, I just didn't respond. But it's amazing that these fuck boys like, you know, they they do return. They want that good, good. yeah i mean and that's like but it makes sense because that's what they were there for the whole time anyway and also even just like a a message being like hey i've been thinking about you that's manipulative because like that makes a woman feel like wow like i'm special and that's Mm -hmm. the thing where it's like is it even i think even we we all want to feel special but the truth is like they don't think you're special. No. Oh. <laughs> they don't, they don't give a, f- if they thought they were special, then they would be respectful. Right. You know? And I think that's like the, that's the sad, th- it's sort of like the, the number one in that list of six things or whatever. It's like, you have to really acknowledge that like, not only do you have a problem being addicted to fuckboys, but that like, what fuckboys are manipulating from you isn't real. 
Mm-hmm. Like what they're saying, they're, you, they're not to be trusted. That's not, mm-hmm. it's not real. Yeah. And that's heartbreaking. And that's what's so, I think, um, just so mean and detrimental. And I, and again, it's, we're, we're making jokes and it's funny and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's actually like extremely hurtful behavior. It's extremely, yeah, um, it is. and it's also extremely, uh, detrimental to women's psyches because mm. and and their own self-worth because you're kind of slowly you're sl- really like teaching women that they d- aren't worth much mm. and that they should just sort of like bend to your every beck and call and that they're only they're only worth that much to you mm-hmm. or to anybody mm-hmm. and i think that we have sort of an epidemic of women that are so willing to do especially young women right because mm-hmm. a lot of my stuff came some of the some of the more dramatic ones and to some extent were from when I was younger you know when you right. st- you really don't know how things go in the world mm-hmm. and I think that these young women right now are sus- extremely susceptible to this stuff although some of them I feel like have some more awareness mm-hmm. and I think it's like women and men we need to be protecting each other <laughs> mm-hmm. from like really vicious behavior mm-hmm. and you think it's not a big deal and it is a big deal it really fucks with someone's su- self-worth Mm-hmm. And you kind of said hear, that. Yeah. And I hear over and over again when people are dating and maybe it's maybe it's a little toxic, tumultuous, like something doesn't feel right. And I've been there too. This is why I'm talking about it. But if you're afraid to confront your partner or the person that you're sleeping with about anything, any truth, anything that you're really feeling inside, if you're afraid of what their answer is going to be, then then that they're not the right person. I mean, that's certainly a red flag, right? Yeah. If you can't talk How can you to have Yeah, if you really can't speak to somebody about what you're really feeling. I mean, you know, and I and before this fuckboy, I was with maybe even another fuckboy for like years, and with him, I couldn't even we we never had a real in-depth conversation about our relationship because I was terrified for his response because I knew full-heartedly that it wasn't going anywhere. And I didn't want to know. I didn't want to hear it. It was actually the perfect non-committal relationship that was good at that time. But once I wanted more, I had to get out. <laughs> but it's. I think that it's a beautiful thing to really, really know yourself, really love yourself, and know your self worth, and then and then really seek out the partner that sees that in you as well, so you can rise up together and not be like brought down. And I don't know. What- I just. Yeah. And that's what beauty is. I mean, every human being on this earth, if they want to be partnered up, deserves a partner that is at minimum respectful. Right. At mm-hmm. minimum willing to have a conversation about mm-hmm. things that pop up mm-hmm. in a in a respectful manner, not in a screaming, dirty fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, minimum, you deserve someone who's not gaslighting you and right. who actually hears your concerns. And that you and at minimum, you need to be doing that to your partners as well mm-hmm. for your partner mm-hmm. as well. And I think that like I agree that I think that we're also born and raised to believe that like a woman of a certain age that single is like a old hag or something mm-hmm. and nothing could be worse than being a single woman for the rest of your life. And that's a that's a narrative that, that has been pushed on us. Mm-hmm. It goes along with the witches <laughs> narrative and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, but what we should be teaching people is that like you don't need 
to be treated badly just so that you can right. have be partnered off. You know what I mean? You don't, nobody want, needs to have that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we need to start moving and teaching our daughters and stuff. It's like, you don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. Right. And you should be in relationships because there, where there's a lot of mutual respect. That's like the mm-hmm. number one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the number one thing you don't have in a fuckboy relationship is mm-hmm. respect. Right. That's the number one thing. Yeah. And also with fuckboys, I've, I've, like, they like to make you jealous. And I think that that comes from insecurity. But they'll say things that make you, just, like, makes you feel crazy. So, I mean, just any th- any of those little things that you hear, and this is what my therapist would say, is, like, write them down. Right. Write them down so then, so it doesn't make you feel crazy. It really did happen. So then also when you're ready to have that conversation, a real conversation, you have actually, like, proof because they will say, no, I didn't do that. Or you're crazy, you know. But also, yeah. like, how much of a conversation do you want? If they're starting to say, no, I didn't do that. No, that didn't happen. Like, for me at this right. point in my life, I'm like, okay, bye. Right. Like, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm no, not going to, no. I have too many people and elements in my life as a woman on this planet, you know, in, in work type situations, my work is wonderful, but in, you know, certain work situations mm-hmm. or just even walking down the street, too many times where people are telling me that my experience is inaccurate or invalid. Mm-hmm. I don't need it from the person that I'm supposed to be like sharing my life with. Yeah. So like you get one strike on that for me at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Once, once there's a like, no, 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 that definitely didn't happen, and I'm being reasonable about it. Then I'm like, I don't really, then I don't know what we're doing here, right? You know, yeah. Like I'm, I'm over that shit. Um, mm. Wish I knew all this stuff in my twenties. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I wish I because knew. I had like, let, yeah. yeah, I just had so many men gaslight me, make me feel crazy. I mean. My big boyfriend, my big, my, my huge boyfriend. No, he was my big, big boyfriend. No. Paul Bunyan. <laughs> no, my, my longer lasting relationship in my 20s. Like I walked in on him holding this girl's hand at a bar. He, we were supposed to be exchanging Christmas presents that night. Like I had this whole night plan, this very romantic plan of like cooking dinner and we were going to exchange Christmas gifts because I was leaving the next day for Christmas to go home for the holidays. And instead he quickly, like he says that he got drunk at their holiday work party and to come to Midtown. Yeah, I like went to Midtown in Times Square to see this guy. Um, I walk in and he's holding hands with this girl and I just stand there and I just watch. I'm not, and I mean, cause I'm like, am I crazy? Am I hallucinating? But no, like they're flirting. He's holding her hand. They're looking in each other's eyes. And then as soon as he sees me, he drops her hand and like, and I, at that moment, I was just like, I'm out. I'm, I, I don't know what is going on, but something definitely is going on. Uh, I didn't just hallucinate that. And then of course he like, runs after me and is like I didn't I wasn't holding her hand I did it all this sort of stuff and it's like it's amazing and I don't know if he necessarily was a fuck boy or just a fucking idiot (laughs) but it's you just really really have to trust your instincts yeah yeah that reminds down on that (laughs) yeah yeah no I think that trusting your gut is a really important factor in all this too um it reminds me of one of my first like my one of my real like first loves that I was with for at the time felt like a long time like two years or something and I went away I would stay at his place most nights and Mm -hmm. we were we had worked at the same place so and he was a manager at this place and he um 
I went away for like the weekend to see my dad and he was texting me while I was gone. He was like, I miss you. I can't wait for you to come back, whatever. I was like, this is great. And like, you know, I'd always trusted him. There was, I didn't really not trust him. Mm-hmm. But there had been a girl that had been working at the restaurant and he would complain about her a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's weird that he talks about this girl so much. Like, mm-hmm. but he'd say how stupid she was and how much he like didn't like her and how he just wanted to get her fired or whatever. And I was like, okay, I come back from uh from my dad's trip, and um he was at work, and I was like, I'll just stop by your place. He's like, that's great. I can't wait to see you. Whatever. And I logged in to like a social media account or I was going to go log and he didn't have an account. So I went into it and there was all like a there was a <laughs> like a username that was just in there already. And it was something like pussy pussy 9669 oh, or wow. something. And I was like, huh, huh, like, what's this? <laughs> and my first instinct was to just delete it and then put mine in. And then I was like, wait a minute. Mm. But it's strange that this person's thing is in here and it auto generated the the passcode oh the my like God. password so i was like again i was like wow do i do this do i not do this and i was like let me just see who it is i click on it and it's the girl mm. from work that he's been complaining about and so clearly she's been to the house clearly because she's logged into his computer this girl that he says he despises so I called him at work and I was like, hi. And he's like, hey, what's up? Are you back? Oh, my God. I can't wait to see you. Man. And I was like, yeah, I'm back. It's going to be crazy. Um, quick question. Did you have like a party while I was gone? He was like, nope. I was like, OK. Did like did it just like some people come over? Like, did you have some people come over? Anybody? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, nobody came over. Totally like, let me think. No, no, nobody. Not not even just like a group. Just not even one person came over the, the whole time I was gone. No, nobody came over. And I said, well, that's a lie. And he got quiet. And he's like, I'm coming over right now. I'm coming over. I'm going to leave work early. I'm coming. Don't go anywhere. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I was like, motherfucker. And he was mm. such a good liar. Like that mm. was the problem. So we, we stayed together a little bit longer after that. But like, I just, the worst part was I couldn't trust him anymore. Yeah. And he had slept with this girl and I caught him mm-hmm. and he was fully like didn't want to admit anything <laughs> until I caught him and he's right. crying. And I was like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. and ultimately, of course, we just I was like, I can't I just can't trust you. And right. then that makes you feel crazy, right? Right. Because right. you're like, well, who are you texting right now? And they're right. like, well, you don't need to know all of my business. I'm like, but it seems like I do <laughs> because mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. so anyway, it's like that kind of shit. Like <sighs> it, it really like fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Well, on Girls Gotta Eat podcast, they were like, you can't trust anyone. And I'm like, well, and well that's how you that start to sucks. feel. I know. Yeah, that sucks. And I don't want that to be true. And I don't even think that is necessarily true. But I that's how it feels. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's really, really hard. And that's why you do have to. I, I, I want people to remain open and have their hearts be open and all that. But also you have to protect that heart, too. There's got to mm-hmm. be a balance of like. You know, and that's where like, look, I'm all for like having sex on the first date, but don't do it if you think you might like the person. That would be my advice. Mm. If you think there's even a shot you might like them, mm-hmm. t- give them a test. See if they're really like going to be in on because I've had a couple dates now where I really was hitting it off with a guy and they started to pressure me to have sex. And I said, well, not this night, but like, let's hang out again. And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's hang out. And then I don't hear from them again. And I'm right. like, thank God, I didn't sleep with them because I already right. was sort of starting to like be like, oh, I might like this person. So it's like that, like just just something like that just seems like obvious. But like, 
you know. Yeah, they just poke your heart. They just they just they just they dick poke you. Right in the right in the old right in the old zoom I don't know what that means. Is that what titty fucking is? That's, yeah, that's like a that's, a that's a t-shirt. That's okay. that's our new merch. Dick poking in the bazongas. That's true love. I think I mean the the moral of the story is truly really really work on yourself. Love yourself then you're able to like attract the right person and communicate with them and then what your hopes and needs are. And then put up with any shit. Right, right. Don't put up with an ounce of shit because mm-hmm. people will treat you the way you let them treat you, period. Mm-hmm. And I know I've heard that a million times and it's now I'm finally really understanding that. People will treat you the way that you let them treat you and they will tell you who they are. You have to listen. mm you accept the type of love you think you deserve. Totally. So love yourself and then you will accept the, that kind well, of love. Well, you and you'll you accept will the fight good love and it. you'll reject you the bad love. Yes. Like a pasta strainer. Like a like a pasta catapult. Just like get away from me. <laughs> Just shoot that bad dirty pasta away. Goodbye. Yeah. Also on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Very clear. <laughs> clear metaphors here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway. well, if you think you're a fuck boy or if you know a fuck boy, if you need us to intervene with you. I will uh, fully like, call someone for you. I love yeah, calling yeah. people and yelling at them. So. Email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know how we can help. <laughs> maybe maybe you need help weaning yourself off from fuck boys. Like, been there, done that. Um <laughs> And I also, I just wanted to say, like, my my time being a fuck girl, I think, was because I was so hurt by somebody else. I was just trying to, like, feel fill the hole in my heart with other dicks. Yeah. And so I feel like that's probably what's happening a lot with fuck boys, too. Like, really, like, they've gotten their heart broken and now they've just, like, shut off. Sure. But that's, I don't feel bad for them. They need to get No. Help. No. <laughs> gotta get to therapy. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my you God. I love it. On dates now, when a guy's like, "Yeah, I'm in therapy," I'm like, "Oh, I mean, beautiful, praise Jesus." Yeah, love it. I love a man in therapy. Me too. All right. Well, this was fun. Watch yeah. F Boy Island. Let us yes. know what you think. My God, Nikki Glaser is a genius. I love her. All right. Well, we love you guys. We're back. We're happy to be back. And uh, yeah, stay in, stay in touch. T T Y L T T F N. What is that? T T Oh, fuck my life. Now, no, no. Oh. Like FML. <laughs> BBRB. XOXO. Okay, bye.